Welcome to the Claim Your Space podcast. I am your host, Belinda Aramity, and I share my experiences as a multi-six-figure business owner and coach so that you too can learn how to build a business in alignment with how you want to live your life. If you're tired of hustle culture and ready to start saying yes to dreaming big and achieving even bigger, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. I'm so glad you're here and that you are taking some time to develop professionally and personally. Today's episode I'm really excited about because it is near and dear to when Claim Your Space was born in the evolution of my business journey. 10 questions to ask yourself about your business right now. Because if you're new here, you will learn that the the tagline of Claim Your Space is about building a business in alignment with how you want to live your life. And I realized a few years ago, and I've realized in moments ever since that when the business is taking the forefront, and I'm not talking about a day or, you know, even a week, I'm talking about my life is now revolving around my business and it the ebbs and flows of my life are dictated by my business. There is a lack of happiness. There is a lack of contentment. There is a lack of peace in my soul. And that's just not how I choose to live my life. So there are 10 questions that I want you to ask yourself about your business right now. If you are in a space where it's interesting because you could be making a lot of money, but you feel a lack of happiness. And even if you're not making a lot of money, there there is a lack of, there's just something. And so these questions are here to help you identify what that something is. So grab a drink, grab your journal and a pen. or a pencil, if you prefer, jot down these questions and start asking yourself to answer them, to really get a pulse of where you are in your business and maybe give you an idea of if you know a shift needs to happen, but you've been unsure of what that shift needs to be. I hope that these questions help you to figure that out. So question number one, how do you feel about quote unquote going to work every day? So your work is your business. Now, whether this, your business is taking the form of a side hustle right now, or it's taking the form of you're full on in the business, how do you feel about it? When you're waking up in the morning and you've got things to do from an administrative perspective, from a marketing perspective, from a client work perspective, how are you feeling about it? Are you feeling energized and excited or are you feeling weighted down, right? We have to really be paying attention to this feeling because our feelings are often the first indicator that something is off, that something isn't necessarily in alignment. So ask yourself, what are some of the adjectives that you would use to describe about how you're feeling about going into work every day? Another question that I want you to ask yourself about your business is, does your work inspire you? And this is an important question because in order to have a business that sustains, it is going to need to evolve. Who you are in business right now is very likely going to be very different from who you're going to be in business in five years and definitely different than who you're going to be in business 10 years from now. And if the work that you do doesn't inspire you, you're not going to evolve. And unfortunately, what is going to happen in the marketplace is you're going to become irrelevant. You need to change. You need to ebb. You need to flow. And so you need your work to inspire you so that you can come up with new things, new and interesting ways to impart the knowledge that you have, the expertise and experience that you have onto your audience. 
So question number two, does your work inspire you? And if it doesn't, then the question becomes, okay, well, what does inspire me? And is there a way for me to fold elements of that into my business and into the way that I work with my clients? So often, and I've been there, I've worked with clients who've thought this too, where it's like, oh, well, that can't work in my business. And I want you to ask yourself, well, what if it could, right? You're not getting married to this idea. You're not enacting it in the next 10 minutes, but ask yourself, how could this work? right? For a long time, I felt really uncomfortable talking about certain elements or certain things, you know, just in the public sphere, specifically spirituality and my relationship with God. And it's like, okay, I'm like, I I, I can't, right? I'm going to lose business. People aren't going to connect with me. They're going to feel alienated because that's never my goal or my intention, right? It's not like you have to be a believer in order to work with me. Just know that this is one of my guiding principles. And I just started to ask myself, okay, well, how could it work? What could it look like in a way that feels comfortable for you on all fronts? So again, if you're not feeling inspired by your business right now, think of what does inspire you in this moment in time and how you can bring some of those elements into your business. Question number three, do the days you want to go into work outnumber the days that you don't. This is really important, right? Where it's, you're not always going to love the work that you're doing. You're not always going to want to show up. Some days you're going to wake up and be like, I just don't want to do this. But ask yourself if the days that you want to go into work and do the work and meet with your clients and and figure out the administrative stuff and work on marketing and, and, and come up with new ideas and new services, new product suites, do those days outnumber the days where you're just not feeling like it? Because if they don't, if you feel like not showing up more than you do, then there is a huge lack of alignment. And you want to see, is it the kind of work that I'm doing? Is it the type of people that I'm doing the work with? Is it the ways in which I'm working with my clients? So for instance, Maybe right now you're doing a lot of one-on-one work and it's really draining for you. I've been in those seasons. And so now you need to rework your offer so that maybe it's more of a group offer or maybe more of the work that you're doing with your one-on-one clients. You provide a video for them to work through it on their own. And so you're still able to work with them in a one-on-one capacity, but maybe it's it's fewer one-on-one sessions. So again, if you're feeling like you don't want to go into work more than you do, it's okay, well, what now needs to shift because it's showing a lack of alignment. Number four, choose five words that best describe how you feel about going into work. So this is paired with point number one, where it's if you look down at your list of five words that best describe, right, how you feel about going into work every day, they should be mostly positive, right? If they're not, lack of alignment, there is something that you need to start paying attention to. Number five, do you feel proud to tell people what you do? This is a really interesting one because again, it's about alignment, but it's also a very interesting question for me personally, 
I know I feel weird telling people that I am a coach because it often comes with a lot of other questions. And I think that a lot of times when we don't feel proud about something, it's our own insecurities that we are projecting onto others. So when another person has a follow-up question, when we tell them what it is that we do, we have our own insecurities that we're now projecting onto the reason why that person is asking you that question. I think that it's important to feel proud of to tell people what it is that you do so that it's not some dirty little secret that you are somehow hiding. So the fifth question that I want you to ask yourself about your business is, do you feel proud to tell people what you do? And if you don't, really get to the root of that. Why don't you feel proud? What is that block? What is that limiting belief that you are telling yourself about what it is that you do and the work that you do and the transformations that you provide that is making you feel not proud because you should feel proud of the work that you do and to tell people about it too. Number six, do you have the tools to enable you to effectively run your business? This is really, really important for people when you move past the stage of just trying to scrape by every month and into the realm of, okay, like this is, this is a real business. Um, because in the beginning you're scrappy, you're resourceful, you're using all the free things that you can to make sense of your business. And maybe you're not, maybe you are someone who you invested a lot of money in upfront into making your business work. When you transition from one stage of business to the other, you really want to make sure that you have the tools to enable you to effectively run your business. Just because you're spending money on something doesn't mean that it is effectively working in your business. And just because you have figured out a way to do it for free doesn't mean that you're necessarily effectively running your business that way either, because your systems could be maybe more automated, but right now they're more manual. And so you're spending a lot of time in those systems instead of other things like generating revenue, coming up with new ideas, training new people to be a part of your team, so on and so forth. So ask yourself, do you have the tools to enable you to effectively run your business? Number seven, are you able to take time off from your work regularly? So this is a two-parter, okay? When I say regularly, I mean once or twice a week. Can you take time away from your business to be able to shut down for the majority of the time and do other things without panicking that everything is going to or is falling apart, right? So there's that side of it. But then the other side of it is, are you able to take five days off? to go away somewhere. And this is hard when you are a business owner, because sometimes you do need to be able to check in, right? You do need to be able to check in daily, at least to see what's going on and make sure there isn't any reason for which you are needed. But if you are going away for five days and you are spending five or six hours while you're away on the business, then you're not really going away. You're just working from a different location, right? So I ask you this question because you need to look at what are the systems and the structures that I have in place and are they allowing me to be able to step away from the business and enjoy the rest of life, right? Are you working to live or are you living to work? And as I said at the top of this episode, it's about making sure that your life, your business is in alignment with how you want to live your life because it is going to be the people and the experiences that make your life worth it. And I don't want you to be five years from now with no relationships 
and a business because your business is there to help support a life and a life is not a business. It's just a part of it. So are you able to take time off from your work regularly, regularly being once or twice a week to be able to discharge and reconnect with the rest of your life? And then regularly in the sense that are you able to take a vacation, not just financially, but also a vacation where you actually get to step back and enjoy, recharge and pour back into yourself. Number eight, have you identified and do you understand your zone of genius? Now, when you're starting a business, you have to get really good at a lot of things and you'll really surprise yourself. You're like, wow, I didn't know I had the ability to do X, Y, Z, right? And you feel really proud that you figure out accounting and you, you become a mini tech guru, all of these things, right? But I think at some point when you're wearing all of the hats, at some point you have to start figuring out, okay, but what is my zone of genius? Not my zone of ability, right? Starting a business, you have to be multifaceted and good at multiple things, but your zone of genius is typically, and it should be, the thing that you're really good at, that you just sit there and people look at you and on. They're like, how do you do that? And oftentimes you're like, honestly, I don't know. It just comes to me. That's your zone of genius. So have you identified and do you really understand what that zone of genius is? And when I say, do you understand? I mean, what does you being able to work and be in your zone of genius, what does it take? What does it need to be nurtured, right? So for me, in my zone of genius, there are certain things that I need to be doing in order for me to be effective, right? And so am I doing the things that allow me to be that person? Some of the things that I need to do in order for me to work in my zone of genius is I need rest. I need rest. I need time. I need space. But what I've realized in order for me to be able to work best in my zone of genius is in the morning, I need to meditate. I need to pray. I need to journal. I need to just have that quiet time where I am making sure that I have level set myself. Then I can get into the business and I can be in my zone of genius. So have you identified and do you understand your zone of genius? Number nine, whew, we're almost coming to the end here. Do you effectively collect and organize information? in your business. Now, girl, <laughs> and this is not something I am the best at. I am actively, and when I say actively, painfully, <laughs> working on collecting and organizing information and data points in my business, right? So that I can make assessments, that I can make judgment calls, so that the information can reveal things that just intuitively I may not understand, or intuitively I might be like, mm, I need to relook at my marketing strategy, that feeling, that gut feeling that I need to look at it. And then the numbers help guide me. And I'm not just going off of a feeling, I'm going off of both my feeling and information, right? Because all information is valuable, not just our gut instinct. And so you need to be able to effectively collect this information and also organize this information because as you're collecting it, you may not be able to or have a need to reflect on it in that moment. But in a quarterly way, which is what we're now doing in the business here is we are looking at marketing quarterly right now because we're starting something new. We're looking at it monthly. 
but we want it to be something where we're reflecting on it quarterly and seeing, okay, what is working? What is not working? What needs to shift? How did you feel, Belinda, as we were implementing this marketing strategy? And the Christina, my right-hand lady, you know, what do you think? What you're assessing this from a completely different vantage point. How are you seeing the information? What is coming up for you in your gut as well? But aside from looking at it from like a marketing, you know, standpoint, it's if I'm not effectively collecting information and seeing, okay, what is the lifetime value of my clients? How many of my customers have moved from one stage to another stage or are paying to work with me in another way? You know, how often are we sending out emails? How often are they being opened? How many clicks are happening? What is the verbiage? Like once you collect and organize information, you can then assess it and you can then use it to do and be even better in your business. So number nine, do you effectively collect and organize information in your business? And number 10, this is an interesting one. Do you feel valued for the work that you do? I think this is really important. It's important whether or not you own a business. It's also important whether or not you work for somebody, right? And for some of you, you may have a full-time job and what you're doing and building your business is it's a side hustle right now. It's an evenings and weekends sort of a deal. And you know, when you work in corporate and one of the reasons why Sometimes people leave. I think a lot of people leave their corporate gigs is because they don't feel valued for the work that they do. And so they'd rather start a business and find people who want to find value in who they are. And if you're not feeling valued for the work that you do, you might be doing the wrong work in your business. I know that it's interesting because in the arc of my business, when I first started, I was focusing on LinkedIn and teaching people about LinkedIn and leveraging LinkedIn in order to sell things and grow a business. And I got to a point where even though people appreciated me, I didn't feel valued. And at that point, I knew that I needed to make a shift because it wasn't about the people who I was working with, they valued what it was that I was doing, but I didn't feel valued. And it doesn't matter if somebody else sees value in something that you own. If that thing that you own doesn't bring value to you, then it's not valuable. As they say, what is it? Treasure is in the eyes or beauty. There we go. I was like, what? I'm like, I knew that was wrong. Um, But they say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder right? So it doesn't matter how many times people are telling you that, oh my gosh, you're so great. And this is wonderful. And this is impactful. And I'm so thankful. If you don't see value, if you don't feel that value. And so often we are looking for other people to make us feel, insert feeling here, but feelings are an inside job. It's amazing how it's on you to feel what it is that you want to feel, right? So that question is really important is if, do you feel valued? Great. Move on. Right. We're good. But if you aren't feeling valued, you can ask yourself, do the people that I'm doing the work with find value in what it is that I do? But do I find value in the work that I do? Because if you don't, it doesn't matter how many people tell you you're great, you're going to be unhappy. And if you have a bunch of clients who don't find value in what it is that you do, then clearly you need to find new clients, right? If you know that the work that you're doing is valuable, but they don't find value in it, then you need to find people who really appreciate the work that you do and make the changes that you need in your business in order for that to be a reality for you. 
So anyways, those are the 10 questions to ask yourself about your business. I'm going to make sure that I make these questions available on my website, claimyourspace.co.co, so that, you know, you don't necessarily have to write them all down or re-listen to the episode. You can re-listen if you want, but they are available for you. And you can ask yourself one question every day for the next 10 days. It could be a personal challenge so that you can make sure that you are building a business in alignment with how you want to live your life. As always, thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. Let me know on the socials. I should be more active on Instagram by the time you hear this episode. So reach out to me on Instagram. I am Belinda Aramide, A-R-A-M-I-D-E. You can find me on Instagram and let me know. Let me know if this episode was useful or valuable to you in some way. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.